0: Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Welcome back to Lighthouse Experiment. Today we have Jim Parkin, Kim Sevier, Pastor Kim.
1: Good afternoon.
0: Myself, Ashley Chandler. We're excited to have you all back.
2: So today's episode, we're talking about the age-old question of where was God Mm. and talking about when bad things happen, where was God? So, and also, too, what it means to fear God in those seasons of bad things. Because for a lot of people, I was kind of just sprinkling this, this topic out there this week, during my work week, and people just were looking at me like I was off, like, off the meds (laughs) like so times are bad and you're you're telling me on one hand to trust him but then also to fear him i don't get it
1: so well i don't know how you want to launch into this but i do believe by and large there is a a a serious loss of the reverential fear of god absolutely in society in general but even in the body of christ there's a, a a loss of that reverential fear right he's he is uh Jesus is my homeboy. You know, he's my yeah. he's my best buddy, and um, the big man upstairs, and, um, you know, I got an understanding with the man upstairs, and we're good, and when I was a hospice chaplain, I heard people tell me that. I got an understanding with the man upstairs, and we're good, and I said, you mean the creator yeah. of the universe? Right. That says that you must have a relationship with him through his son Jesus in order to go to heaven? That guy? Yeah. Right that's the that's who you're referring to as the big man upstairs and so I, you know and I, I do see that lack of that fear and my biggest fear is that i'm going to that i'm going to miss it and i'm going to um and i'm going to end up in the cold i still go back to the associate pastor in the uh, in the left behind movie Who was left behind because he was faking it for all those years, Mm -hmm. and and so I I do my best to be sincere and God, Holy Spirit, let me know when I'm faking it and slap me around. Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: God's good to let you know. (laughs) (laughs) He's good.
1: I love the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Oh
0: yeah, and it's always so good too. Like I I you know like Pastor was saying today, like he he loves you. And he's good, but he, he he's not, he's, he, what was he saying? He's not an abusive father where he's just going to be mean and malicious, but at the same time, like he's good to, to be firm and to, well, to yeah. correct you too. So.
2: Thank you for that, Lord. Absolutely.
0: And he knows how to deal with each and every single one of us differently <laughs> based on how well, He's know yeah. us together. And at,
1: which is necessary. <laughs> hey, dude. <Right? laughs> like. Yeah. We parent all of our different kids differently.
0: hmm
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was thinking about, too, when I was thinking about this and and kind of the heart behind it was, you know, I'm always thinking about paramedics and EMTs and nurses and doctors and trying and watching kind of on the sidelines sometime and watching people trying to reconcile when like at the technical level, speaking from like industry standards, we've done everything exceptionally, Mm, but people still die. Yeah, right. And so having people be like, you know, who come to me and angrily say, Well, where where where's this God of yours? And how Mm -hmm. could he let that happen? You know? And so I was thinking about Matthew ten twenty nine, you know, the, the story of two sparrows, you know, and how how God knows, you know, God's never absent from the equation, no matter what's going on, nothing happens outside of his care. And that's hard to really wrap your head around, even as a believer. Yeah. You know.
0: I think especially as a believer especially sometimes.
2: Especially as a believer. Because <laughs> I know. Yeah.
0: I know what he can do. And, right. And um, you want him to do that every single time how you want him to do it.
2: Right. Which And it's just, it, these are hard topics on purpose because these are the questions I'm most frequently asked.
1: Yeah.
2: You know, and it's those things, you know. Trying to wrap my head around, how did my dad at forty-seven? How is he having Alzheimer's symptoms? Oh, this makes no sense, right? And I'm at that time I'm eighteen, so I don't really. But looking back now, that makes no sense. That's not supposed to happen, you know. For you, Ashley, your brother's not supposed to be in a car accident. Right. That's not normal. Nope. That's not supposed to happen. No. You know. Yeah. Your grandchildren, Pastor Kim, that's not how it's supposed to be. We're all believers here. This is it's not supposed to go down that way.
0: You mean my life isn't supposed to be all perfect now that I know Jesus?
1: <laughs> right. Well hey, I signed on. Uh, I, I raised my hand, I signed on to the program. Where's my perfection? Right. Right. You know? And it's just you know,
2: and it and to the contrary, it's explicit in the Bible that it's not going to be easy. Right.
1: You know. Into and every life, some rain must fall. Absolutely. What's the old song? I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden. Well, there right. you go, right. but at the
0: same time, there's a lot of promises he has made. Yes, and we do have a participation, and um, he he's called us to to pray and contend for his kingdom to happen here on earth. Amen. And to welcome that, so you know, there's there's a real. That's why we refer to as such a, a a warfare, a battle going on. Right. There's certainly stuff going on around us, and we. Um, need to get in there and get fighting you
2: know always so yeah there's always and it's big and small
0: but I, I to be you honest know? though after my brother passed away um, I it took it this is this is a true story it took a few days for them to do um the autopsy and stuff um, my brother had struggled with alcohol in the past and everything and so I think that they were just my mom wanted just that extra piece to know that that wasn't what right. had happened, and I don't know. We've—it's weird. Our family has talked about some things and not talked about other things all this time. It's just we're all doing it different. Um, but I—I I would lay in bed at night and pray that God would like raise him back up. That he would—he would, you know, he's—he's he's dead now. But your word has said that you—you you bring people back from the dead. So I—I right. I did, and then we went to his funeral, and that was that. You know. <laughs> so, okay. So, I mean, I, I know what God is capable of. I know what his word says. And so, but um, I think um, I, I want, I want, um, at the end of the day, God has promised us his salvation uh, through Jesus Christ. And that being something that the devil can never take away from us. Right. Amen. And that, you know, don't fear those that can... Um, Take your physical life, but fear the fear the one that can t- yeah. to rip you for, away from the Father for right. all eternity. And so, um, there's I think in this life we we see the surface of what's going on, and there's deeper things going on. Right. And not to say that those lives don't matter in those situations. That's not what I'm saying at all. But um, but your relationship with the Father is more important. You knowing your savior, you knowing your heavenly father is more important than anything else in the world. And so that's what we're contending for. Um, And yeah, we're contending for all the other stuff too, you know?
2: Yeah. So what does it mean? I was thinking about this. What does it mean to fear God when things are bad? So I noted down here is is to fear God is to honor, revere, respect, extol, and to trust him in faith that he is good and sovereign and present when life seems to be unfair and out of control. I like that. And it's, you know,
1: which is hard to really... Right. Profoundly difficult to do. Well,
0: because yeah. we are limited. We have, like, what pastor... Like, if you, you should watch the live stream from today, June, what, 23rd? Today's 23rd? Yeah. Watch today's Freedom Center live stream because he talked about... Um, your spirit, man, your soul, and your flesh, and how that all interacts. Like, you're not going crazy. You do wrestle with trying to trust and believe. And there are times where you're like, you're full of faith. So, there is a wrestling match there because there's oh, yeah. multiple parts of how God has knit you together that is all working together at the same time or working against each other. At the, same time.
1: The, the man who brought his son to Jesus and said, He throws himself in the fire. Right. And uh, Jesus says, Well, if you'll only believe. And the man said, I do believe help my unbelief. Yeah. Right. Because there's still a, a, a modicum of that in us. Yes. I do believe you, God. I've seen miracles in my life. I've I've experienced some things in my in my I mean, I've seen them happen to other people. And as I think of some of the circumstances and situations that he has brought me through and and the things he's done for me, I, I could call some of that stuff miraculous. That still struggle with some semblance or some modicum of unbelief. Mm-hmm. Right? What the heck is up with that? And isn't that yeah. a trip? I mean,
2: because I'll tell you this from my from it's myself, a Bad
1: trip. Jim. It, is it, it is. is. it
2: is a horrible <laughs> trip. But check it out. So, like, just a couple of weeks ago, and I have seen same thing. I've seen people in that in this main auditorium prayed over and healed, like from cancer, man. And I've had where my knees are all messed up from being old and a lifetime of skateboards and all that stuff. And I'm hesitant to to even ask people to pray for that, so I just drag my legs around. So then I come a couple weeks ago, I come to youth, and one of our students is like, God gave me a word and someone in this place is hurting, and we need to find them and and pray for them. I'm like, right here, here I is. You know, like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they prayed, and I swear, man, like not instantly, but by the time service was over, I'm walking around like pain-free, you <gasps> know, holy smokes. Amen. Dude, I should have been buying into this years ago. <laughs> like, what was my problem? But it's like you said, it's like that little bit of yeah. like, I don't know if it's yeah. really going to work. And then if it doesn't, someone prays for you and it doesn't, this this idea, I've talked to friends where now, they feel bad. They feel bad, oh, this didn't work, and that's my fault. And then get caught in that yeah. weird enemy-created shame spiral.
0: Okay, true story. True story. Walked out of service one time. I was on the worship band. Walked out. Awesome day. Awesome church service. Awesome whatever. I ran into a friend I hadn't seen for a while. I was like, how you doing? You know? She's like, oh, I got a really bad migraine. I'm like, I'll pray for you. Put my hand on the back of her head. Prayed for It, it was just like, yeah. You know? Like, wasn't really like, I meant it, but just kind of like, was just in just that mood of like, yeah, okay, let's pray. Oh, whatever, okay, let's do it. Right. And she looked at me, she's like, it's gone. And I'm looking at her like, oh, like I didn't expect it. Yeah. Like I didn't right. expect, like I just figured, you know, like, hey, I'm praying for you, but I'm being intentional to actually pray for you now and just saying that right. I'm going to pray for you. And we just are both looking at each other like, we, we didn't expect it, like <laughs> to be like just like that. And um, I'm like, well cool, okay, well, have a great day. <laughs> right. So, like, gave her a hug well, and you then know, and went it's a,
2: And like we're saying here, even for us that are believers, it's, it's that constant, <laughs> like you were saying, that constant. There's that little, you know, when we should, we've seen it. Especially, you know, for me, really, my only, I grew up in the church, but really my only frame of reference is this church fellowship. Yeah. And I actually... Witnessing time and time again where people are healed, and still to be like, eh.
0: but you know, what? I think in those moments it's okay. I think that we can start doing that drill down of like, okay, God, why am I thinking this? Why right. am I feeling this? Yeah. Like, lead me, like, show me. And then those, those, that's okay. Those are opportunities to go deeper with the Father. Right. So that's okay. Just. I, I, you know, because uh, I've I've had moments where I'm like, okay, now I'm doubting, now I'm being a turd, now I'm going to like self-loathe and like hate myself right. for it. And that's when also
2: it, the enemy at work, right? So trying oh. to pull you away. Right. Sucks. What's the scripture where it says he's like a lion on the prowl, like constantly looking, watching, yeah, ready yeah. to yeah. drag that gazelle right down, like a roaring lion. Yeah. Unlike the actual right. lion of Judah. Yeah. So this this next one, when it comes to to fear god is not me i heard this from someone else but i want to share it cuz it's i love the way it said it says to fear god is to trust him even when especially when all evidence says he can't be trusted and wow. i think that is that is heavy but it's like we're saying here it's those are the things and you know we're in this world and for for veterans who are in combat and for first responders who guys that are standing a line right now in an industry where everyone says they're bad you know police officers like there's guys that make mistakes but that doesn't make every law enforcement officer worldwide bad people amen doing it wrong right there are bad paramedics there's people that take shortcuts which cost people their lives but there's bad pastors there's bad teachers there's bad parents and there's you know and it's just a fallen world And I think that's important to come back to. It's a fallen world. Mm -hmm. But like I said earlier in the episode, nothing happens outside our Father's care.
0: Right. And he is working in all those things. And as believers, we get to welcome that authority. I think I had been a Christian for a long time. I believed in Jesus. I did not allow that Lordship of Christ to reign in my life until later on like a few years after Nick and I were married cuz we like wanted all the right things we were trying to like make all the good decisions and be good Christians and stuff and we were like hot mess all over again because there wasn't allowing that lordship allowing that authority allowing that that holy fear of God yeah. to dictate how we ran like right. we were just trying to do our best Out of our own righteousness instead of having his direction and his discernment and his spirit guide us. Right. Because he does have the whole picture. He does know what he wants you to do and what the right path is. He's got great plans for you and how this all works out for your best. And so to take his lead is really in your best interest.
1: Absolutely. And another little commercial I have a tendency to do these little commercials during these. You said, you, you, and I want to backtrack to what you said, Ashley, that someone asked you to pray and you said, I will. When that happens, don't go away and trust that you're going to remember to pray. Pray right then. Yeah, Absolutely. You've probably heard other people encourage you, counsel you to do that. Pray right then in the restaurant, in the grocery store, in the bathroom, wherever. Pray right then on the phone. If you're on the phone with them, pray on the phone with them right then. It's, you won't forget that way, and you'll have much better chance of remembering that you did that and pray more later.
0: Well, okay. and it's cool for your kids to see. For so, for those of you that've got families and stuff like that, it's helping your, it's boosting your. Like bravery, like that that muscle, that, you know, Absolutely. raising you up. But your kids also get to see like, hey, this person has a need. We're going to pray for them right now. Right. And it doesn't have, it's not rocket science. Like you don't need to pray in like the old English, blah, well, blah, yeah. blah. Like God, like this person needs your healing today. Please touch them. Please heal them. Please provide whatever wisdom to medical staff, like whatever, you know. Right. It, it's, it doesn't have to be.
2: It have to be all eloquent and nope. stuff like just, that. It doesn't have to be super long.
0: Have a conversation with yeah. God and ask him. Yeah.
2: Amen. So kind of so to wrap this episode, what I want to share with our, our listeners and our first responders is that we talked about the verse Matthew ten twenty nine where it says when two sparrows fall, you know, um, to paraphrase here, they don't fall outside the father's care. He knows, you know, he doesn't say that sparrows won't fall. In fact scripture's pretty pretty explicit that bad things will happen. So even little innocent sparrows will fall and that doesn't happen outside his care. So what I want to leave you with if is that if that's the case these little birds that I think scripture says they cost like 2 cents, you know, on the cheap cheap for these little birds if he's I <laughs> get it. I get the, it. Cheap cheap. I didn't mean that. Well played though. If I'm, but if I'm sorry, you're being they confused. are if they are those little sparrows are so important to God that he knows they're going to fall,
1: then how important do you think those that he died for are?
0: Yeah. Amen.
1: That's good. Before you go, I just want to say I'm really grateful for this, for you guys, Ashley and Jim, and really grateful for you, Nick Chandler and Carrie Parkin and Jason Hiddle. I love you guys. Well, we love you, Thanks.
0: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Well, you guys have a great week and we'll see you next time.